On this episode of Locked on Lightning, we are discussing, at this point in time, the Lightning are going into overtime in their game against the Dallas Stars. We talk about the game thus far, and we talk about the game going on at this point in time. All that and more, but first, let's play that music. You're Locked on Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I just want to thank all of you for making us your first listen of the day. I just want to apologize also for not having an episode come out the other day. I was as sick as a dog, but here I am back. Still a little bit underneath the weather, but we got to push. We got to persevere. And that's what the Lightning have to do in this game. Uh, we are currently in the intermission going into overtime. Uh, three on three, the Lightning are t- all tied up with the Dallas Stars, four four, and I'm I'm shocked. I I am actually shocked that the Lightning blew this game. Uh, just given the way that they played it in the early stages of this game, I'm shocked. I I, I think for the first time in a while, when Tampa isn't having things going their way. I I think that, you know, given everything that this team has done over the last couple of games uh, and, and listen, the lightning are very much still a work in progress. I'll take, I'll take it for what it is right now at this point. But after the way they played in these, in that two game series against Washington, splitting that one pretty much dominating the other night, until the third period. Uh, <laughs> up until the third period of the Capitals game. And then very much in the early stages of this game, I thought I, I didn't really have much of an issue with the way Tampa played. And and listen, let's let's give Dallas the credit where credit is due. And 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 on the other side of that, let's give Tampa credit where credit is due because at the when you're really looking at it, you're looking at one team in the Dallas Stars who are right now one of the best teams in the National Hockey League with one of the bet one of the best goalies right now in Jake Oninger, who by the way was one of my favorites uh, going into the season. Um, the Lightning are matching the Dallas Stars right now tit for tat, and they're playing up to that level. And you're really and maybe with a lot of players on this team having been on the previous Stanley Cup team, maybe there's a little bit of a nostalgia factor there that that might be some sort of contribution to this team stepping up to the occasion. Uh, you know, I, I can't really fa- I, I can't really say say whether or not I could speculate if that's the actual reason. Uh, I can't imagine though that you know Ross Colton or or, or, you know, um, well, Ross Colton wasn't on that team. Steven Stamkos, Victor Hedman, Nikita Kucherov, those guys, uh, Andre Vasilevsky are really looking at this game and they're kind of, you know, saying themselves, let's recapture some of that magic from the bubble. I don't think that's the reasoning there. Uh, but, you know, it doesn't hurt to re- really think about that. I mean, there's been a ton of coverage tonight 
uh, on this game, you know, really flashbacks to to the Stanley Cup uh, back in the bubble, which was, I think, one of the craziest Stanley Cups, obviously, and the most hardest fought Stanley Cups uh, in recent memory. But, yeah, the Lightning started off on, on a good note in this game. Uh, Ross Colton got his fourth goal of the game uh, relatively early on in this one. And, it, and you could kind of s- sense – uh, and, and I've spoken about on every episode thus far, pretty much after every lightning win, uh, the main factor is, or, or really the, the main variable or, or the, the main take have you, uh, to take from every lightning win is, yeah, this was a great win, but can Tampa replicate this? Can they go out? Uh, in the next game and and execute in the way that they did previously and thus far in this game I you know for for some maybe some glaring mistakes uh pretty much you know really the the big elephant in the room in this one thus far is the the shorthanded goal uh by Dallas and and the lightning's just vulnerability for some strange reason which I'm very curious as to what because I'm sure, at this point in time, John Cooper is going to discuss, uh, I mean, or he's going to at least be asked after this game, uh, where does he stand? How does he feel about this team giving up as many shorthanded goals as they do or have this season? They already have five, I believe, or I think it was, I think it was five coming into this game and now it's six, but regardless, they had five shorthanded goals given up all last season. And, you know, now they've pretty much or will at some point eclipse that number. And one has to be very much concerned about that uh, against, you know, especially when the Lightning are playing teams such as the Dallas Stars that are, you know, they have the players. They have a Jake Robin, a Jason Robertson. They, they have a Tyler Sagan, uh, who is not really a big time goal scorer, but you have he, he, he is able to to create plays out there uh for his teammates you have a joel uh excuse me a a uh a joe pavelski i i couldn't think of his name for a minute uh and mason marchman i mean you have you have any number of players on this dallas stars team that are able to go out there and hurt you on any given night but you know not really in on the same level i think you know except maybe jason robertson still very early on in his career still developing so you know, we'll stick a pin in that for later on. But really looking at this Dallas Stars team as a whole, really what they rely on is their discipline. What they rely on is their ability to go out there and and really make sh- make the other team go out there and and make mistakes. But tonight, the Lightning were, other than that shorthanded goal, I thought have played a very, very disciplined hockey game. Um, only went on the power play twice tonight. Uh and, you know, the issue with that, obviously, their PK hasn't been good. Uh, Dallas has scored twice on the power play, which, you know, no matter how many times, any time a team is 100% out there on the power play, it is caused some caused some concern on your end. So, you know, obviously a lot of questions about the Lightning special teams uh, in this one and definitely a lot of questions for John Cooper concerning the Lightning uh, special teams that will and have to be addressed at some point. Uh, going forward, whether it be after this game or 
you know, going on in the week. The Lightning will have a couple of days off after this game as they get ready for for Calgary. So, you know, hopefully they can work on some things. I mean, it's been very well document, documented over the, the season, especially on this show, that the Lightning special teams has let them down a more 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 times than one. And, and really, uh, it's probably one of the more frustrating things about this team. Uh, and really, I feel, you know, that really, if they could clean up that part of their game, you know, I'm not saying let's go out there and be a 48% power play team, or let's not go out there and be, you know, let's, let's, let's go out there and, and, and be a a 50% PK team, um, or, or even higher, but you definitely, you know, you definitely want to go out there. And as we're watching that, Alex Korn ends it in overtime. Uh, he's been having a fantastic game. We'll talk about that uh, as well as some other things from this game in just a little bit. But first, I want to talk about this episode's sponsor. Now, the holidays are coming up. Property crimes, burglaries, package thefts spike nationally. And I know you and nobody else wants to have their holidays spoiled by some somebody with sticky fingers or someone who's who is up to no good. And guess what? Our friends at Simply Safe are here for you, and they are definitely going to help you out. Uh, right now, they are offering 50% off their award-winning security system so that more families can feel safe and secure this holiday season. Order your Simply Safe system for half off today and enjoy your advanced security and greater peace of mind this holiday season. This is why I love it, because they have 24-7 monitoring agents standing by and a Simply Safe tech support staff. So if you have an issue uh, with the system or just don't remember how it works, you could call anytime from anywhere and they'll hook you up. And in an emergency, 24-7 professional monitoring agents use Fast Protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe to secure critical evidence and verify the threat is real so you could get your priority police response. 24-7 professional monitoring serves service costs less than a dollar a day, less than half the price of ADT's traditional professionally installed system. With a top-rated Simply Safe app, stay in complete control of your system anytime, anywhere. Arm and disarm and lock for a guest access to your cameras or adjust system settings. Don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system I recommend. Get 50% off at any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash uh, slash locked on NHL. That's simplysafe.com locked on NHL. There's no safe like simply safe. So, like I said right at the end of that segment, Alex Kalorn saved the day, uh, scoring in overtime, giving the Lightning a 5 4 win in OT. Now, obviously, the way this game started, no one probably would have figured that maybe the Lightning would have blown it. And I mean, it happens. I mean, this, and like I said, I'm not surprised. I'm not overly upset about it. I just felt, and we saw this kind of happen towards the end of the the Capitals game. It, it's it's just, we're starting to see a different trend. Um, Not a good one, but right now we're going to take what we could get from this team because Uh, In previous games, previous weeks, pretty much the whole story that's been this entire year, other than the Lightning's discipline and effectiveness on the power play, uh, was their inability to get things started, to be the aggressor start-off games, especially at home when you should be – I mean, you have one of the best fan bases in the National Hockey League, one of the best atmospheres at home in the National Hockey League. And, you know, 
when you come up limp like that in the first few periods of game, it's concerning. Uh, you know, if talent was the issue, you know, you know, that could potentially be addressed. That would be understandable. But when you have a team as talented as this, yes, top heavy, but still very much talented. You still have one of the best goaltenders in the league. Um, you know, it can cause some concern. But when the last couple of games, I thought the Lightning have really started to turn a corner in that respect. Now, obviously, there are other aspects of their game that really need to to get going uh, the power play for one tonight was concerning one for five. Yes. The lightning won this game. Um, and, and, you know, they also on the other side of that, which is why it's a little confusing sort of uh, to see that this game went to, to overtime. You know, you kind of would have figured that the lightning would have had somewhat of a similar result tonight as they did against the capitals, maybe a little bit better in the third period. Um, but you know, I kind of would have figured maybe a 5-3 win. I think that would have been reasonable. If you would have told me in the first period that this was a 5-4 win in OT, I would have been a little bit concerned. Uh, but really what it goes down to is that the Lightning did a very good job getting off to a good start. They were taking a lot of high-quality shots uh, down low and from far away uh, at, the, at the point. And, you know, the slot pretty much all over the ice. They did a very good job. And... There was a lot of unlucky bounces here and there, a little bit of lucky deflections here and there as well. But like I said, this Lightning team, they were making Jake Ottinger work for it tonight. Uh, like I said, Jake Ottinger is one of the best goaltenders in the league right now. He ranked coming into this game uh, in the top, well, pretty much number one in the league uh, in goals against average and save percentage. Uh, so, you know, he, he means business when he got there. He's no fluke. Uh, I said it last year in the playoffs that, you know, his performance was going to somewhat catapult him uh, into the conversation for top five in the league. And, you know, he's definitely proving me and definitely some other people who have felt the same uh, out there. Right. So, you know, the lightning needed to come out. They needed to challenge him early on. And a large part of that had to do with, you know, a lot of guys flying around there, a lot of guys being aggressive. Uh, and and one player that I really liked who was really being aggressive out there was Vladislav Mestikov. You know, he only had one point tonight. He assisted on the Colton goal. But if you look back at the tape, if you rewatch the game, uh, the Mestikov was everywhere. Uh, it kind of reminded me of Perbix about a couple of weeks ago where it seemed as though, you know, Perbix, different positions, yes, but, you know, same effect. Same effect uh, to a certain extent for both players where they were pretty much everywhere. They were involved almost in every play that happened, every sequence that happened when they were on the ice. And, you know, you kind of figured, you know, with Nemestikov tonight that he was going to be able to put one in the back of the net. Uh, that wasn't the case, but I would imagine if he could continue to to, to bring this kind of level of play going forward, uh, we'll be talking about him uh, getting in the goal column. Uh, Nick Paul, I just wanted to throw a shout out for him as well because Nick Paul, fantastic go goal on the power play earlier tonight uh, to, to to give the Lightning the lead at that point in time, which was a big goal early on in the second period, and that's where, like I said, you know, I guess the word of the day is surprised uh, because you know the first time I think this is the first time I could say it all year where I felt like the Lightning did something bad and I was surprised. <laughs> And, you know, if you've been listening to other episodes, 
um, or whether it be this season or last season or just over the last couple of weeks, um, you know, you would kind of be confused as yourself because you would probably be surprised about how surprised I was. Um, but yeah, I, I thought everybody was playing well and, you know, I guess really what it came down to this game is that, yes, I mean, if you want to kind of just block out certain points of the third period, especially those last two goals, uh, those those last couple of goals, the the Pavelski-Robertson back-to-back goals, and then the Fosfa uh, goal to tie it in the third. If you want to block those out or like those sequences that led up to that, that's perfectly fine. I kind of agree. Um, the lightning were doing everything right. They were, you know, they were, they were setting up guys. They were moving the puck around. They were getting set in the zone, which I think really contributed to a lot of their success tonight. Um, and, and contributed to, you know, their ability to get a lot of shots on net and, and really challenge Jake Ottinger tonight. Um, you know, you, you kind of saw, I've watched a couple, uh, uh, quite a few games of Dallas this year and Ottinger other than obviously the four games. And and maybe that's part of it too. Ottinger's coming off a four game stretch in which he missed due to injury. So there's also that entailed. Uh, but I, I really think they went out there and made a very good goalie look at times panicked. Um, you know, if you wouldn't have put the number out on there, you know, I know this is a name that we haven't heard in a, a little bit, but kind of reminded me of Anton Kadobin in the Stanley Cup final against the Lightning. You know, going into that series, it almost seems as though Kadobin and was was untouchable. Uh, and then the Lightning went out there and just, you know, meticulously dissected him over the course of the series. And that's kind of what the Lightning did tonight against Jake, Jake Ottinger. So really, they went out there and they used their heads. I think this was a very cerebral game for them. And I think they were very meticulous. And I think that they were very thoughtful about the way they chose to attack tonight. And that, and I really think that's what really came down and really what was the breaking point for this team and really allowed them to keep up with Dallas. Because like I said, Dallas at some point, or or at least I tried to allude to, was that at one point during this game, that second period, you kind of saw a reawakening from the Stars. And, 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 and you know, if we've seen anything in the past, um, the Lightning have trouble with those kind of sequences. Uh, the Lightning sometimes, and for whatever reason, you know, when they're going out there, they're imposing their will. Uh, the other team will just gain a ton of momentum, whether it be off scoring a goal or a power play or wherever the case may be. And then the lightning will basically be trying to tread water uh, for the duration or the rest of that period or or that that power play. So, you know, I, I have to say the lightning did a very good job. I thought they responded well when Brian Elliott had that little bit of a scare. And, and I'm glad to see that nothing really major happened from that. He was able to stay in the game. He made quite a few good saves after that as well. If you don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, there was an incident. I don't remember what player on Dallas it was. And, and you know, there was a little bit of a skirmish afterwards. And I think the players realized it, it obviously, you, you know, no player is going to go out there and intentionally hit another player in the face, uh, let alone a goalie with their stick. It was just a weird fluke play, not really in front of the net. It was kind of on the side of that, almost towards the back. Uh, players were fighting for the puck. Uh, stick, went, stick went up right into Elliott's eye which was crazy. You know, he's got the mess of what are the chances and 
you know, scary moment, but, you know, glad to see nothing major came of it. He was able to stay in the game after being looked at by the trainer. I think Elliot was more concerned over the fact if there was going to be blood or not. Uh, obviously, there was no blood that came from it. So, you know, glad. Once again, glad to see that, you know, nothing crazy happened of it. There was no major injury. Um, you never want to see that. I mean, we just saw it in the Edmonton game against uh against the Oilers uh, with, with, with Evander Kane. And, you know, now you see him, he's going to be out for months and in what was a potentially life-threatening situation, career-ending situation as well. Uh, so glad to see that, you know, we don't have somewhat of a repeat, especially now this time it's a Lightning player uh, who has been hurt. But, yeah, overall, you know, the Lightning win the game in OT. Glad to see that they are able to bounce back, able to we- weather the storm. Um, and, and hopefully they could, you know, take a couple of days, uh, figure out what's going on with that special teams, because we'll be talking about that as well. Uh, not only on the PK and the power play, but also what they might be doing wrong on the power play and why they may have given up so many shorthanded goals. We'll talk about that on the next couple episodes over the next couple of days. As, like I said, they take next, the next couple of days off, uh, and they will prep for the Calgary Flames. So wrapping things up, yeah, if I had to grade this game, and and once again, I want to thank everybody for making us your first listen of the day. And if you haven't done already so, please go ahead and like and subscribe to the podcast. Give us a follow on our YouTube page. Drop a comment below. What do you think about this game? Do you think the Lightning are making strides in becoming a better hockey team? My personal opinion, I think so. I I think I'm, I'm ready to kind of walk back some of the comments that I've said in the past. Uh, you know, have I been overly critical of them this season? Absolutely. Um, but I will be the first person to forgive them as soon as I start to see some improvement out of this team, which we had, we did see over these last couple of games, uh, these last couple of three, these last three games, uh, even in the game they lost against the Capitals, I thought there were some very good things out there. Uh, and, and especially the last two games, like I said, uh, you know, they, came out with a lot of energy, especially early on. That's something that you definitely want to see out of this team. And they're going to need it, especially uh, in the in the upcoming game where they will be playing against a very good Calgary Flames team. You know, not record-wise, not great top tier of the league, uh, but, you know, they have a great goaltender in Jacob Markstrom. So the Lightning are going to be tested once again. They, they had Darcy Kemper against the Washington Capitals. You know, I don't, regardless of how you feel about Darcy Kemper, he is a Stanley Cup winning goaltender. He beat the Lightning last year. So listen, however you want to avoid, however you want to view him, he beat the Lightning in the Stanley Cup. Okay, that's let's let's move on. He's a good goaltender in my book. Is he great? No. Is he tough? Absolutely. Uh, and then you go up against uh, Jake Ottinger, who I already listed out his resume. Uh, early on in the episode, I think he's one of the best. I think he's top five in the league right now. That might be a little bit of recency bias, but that's just how I feel about him. Uh, and then now you'll be going up against J- Jacob Markstrom, who was in the Vezina Trophy conversation last season, um, who is, you know, he's one of those goaltenders, and we'll talk about more about him uh, in the re- in the in the upcoming episodes about how you know, he's a good goaltender, but he's definitely a goaltender that will have his bad nights, very susceptible to having bad nights. And and the Lightning are going to have to expose that. And, 
they're going to have to follow uh, the same recipe that they they dished out tonight against Dallas, and that's hitting them early, and that's hitting them hard. So we'll keep up on that, and we'll talk about more about Calgary, and as well as maybe look back on some of the previous games as well. But in the meantime, that's been it for this episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in